everyone knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And welcome everyone to another show, Big Dave and Joe, and uh, uh, we will talk about the Poker Masters, that is now in the book, we'll talk a little bit about that tonight, also uh, the Borgata is underway up in Atlantic City, and the local event is the WSOP Circuit, which is being played at Seminole Coconut Creek, they are into, I guess, event numbers four and five, uh, and we will talk about some of that tonight as well, but before we get going... Uh, uh, trivia question. Uh oh. Uh, am I allowed to answer this or no? Yeah. Okay, well, go ahead. This is for you. Oh, it's for me. Oh, I thought it was my. How many times have you seen rounders? First of all, <clears throat> how many times have I seen it? Yeah. I have seen it once in its whole entirety, oh, really? from That's beginning it. from That's beginning it. to end. Okay. And I've seen bits and pieces of it as it's on. Similar to like saying the God, because I'm one of these, like, like Godfather stumbles. 1 and 2 comes on, <laughs> and, and usually I just stop. I don't care where it is in the movie, and I usually will sit and watch. I've probably done that 50 to 75 times, and I have seen that movie. When you just happen to, to stumble on it on, on cable. Exactly. So if Rounders is on, <clears throat> um, I will usually watch so, it. And if I know it's towards the end, because I love that yeah. scene with uh, KGB at the end with uh, John Malkovich. When he when he takes the money, reads him. Um, yeah, I'll, if I know I've only ten or fifteen minutes for that, I'll I'll make the time. So the usually. last ten or fifteen minutes, you've seen many, a couple hundred times. I, I don't want to say a couple of hundred, but I've definitely seen it quite a few times. Have you ever seen it, Gio? Absolutely. You have. Okay. Uh, okay. Many, here's many the trivia times. question. Here's the trivia okay. question. Uh, what is the full name of Worm? What is his real name? Oh, I have that. Isn't that a good trivia question? Yes, it is. I have poker no people? idea. I, I, I didn't know I, this. I can't even guess. I've only seen it a couple times, to be honest, but I do have it, and I probably will watch it again soon. It's the 20th anniversary, by the way, this year. Uh, his real name is Lester Murphy. Lester Murphy? Lester Worm Murphy. Okay. Wow. Um, and it's only 20. This movie came out in 1998. 98. Why do I think it came out earlier than that? I don't know. But said. five years later was the uh, Chris Moneymaker boom. Yeah. Uh, he is one of the players that said that uh, got him into poker. Uh, some of the others, Brian Rast, Dutch Boyd, Gavin Griffin, and even uh, well, Vanessa Russo said let me tell you something. around to poker. And, and for me, you know, I, I, I loved having the card player. You know, that was like the first real poker magazine that I got into. It was it was distributed for free in the casinos that I worked with at that time, Dave, and loved the articles, loved the people that were writing in it. I loved playing poker back then, and you right. know it was very very big. I played in a lot of private games back then, learning the game, and then obviously you heard about the you know the main event, and it was growing in small amounts, and I remember. Someone even bought and gave me a copy of it, uh, the the software for the World Series of Poker main event to play it, you know. And it would have, I don't know if it was 175 or 200-something people in it. And I was going to myself, oh, my God, you got to be 200 people to win this. <laughs> and every year it was going up and up. And, you know, that million dollars seemed like, wow, you know, damn, I can win a million dollars for doing this. And the numbers just kept growing and growing. it. And then this movie, I think, kind of really gave that hold 
poker kick in the ass because, you know, as the narrative went in that movie, Dave, you know, he uh -huh. remember saying, look at how all these, you know, the top poker players are constantly in the finals of this. And to me, the amazing thing today is we're talking fields that are not in the hundreds. We're talking fields that are in the multiple thousands of players. Right. And yet we still see, you know, the great players consistently going deep. Over the last few years, we've seen players who have made tables back to main event final tables, which is just ridiculous. This year's winner coming in 11th just two years earlier and then finishing, you know, getting to the main event. It's amazing. And... I remember that was the first movie that let everybody know that they believed this game was a game of skill. Right. And we've had many questions asked about this. We've had judges, you know, the judicial system has gotten involved to make a decision in New York where they did announce that it's a game of skill instead of a game of luck. And, you know, look how far this has come because of that. And, yes, we, we attribute most of the success to Chris Moneymaker and online poker. But I have a feeling this movie definitely has to take has to take a little step up on the podium and take a, its spot up there also as one of the main reasons that the game is where no, it, it is today. It's definitely a contributing factor. I agree with that completely. Um, by the way, you mentioned the judges. There's the stories are going out now about the Brett Kavanaugh that he actually uh, is a little bit of a poker player himself. Well, listen, we've we. <laughs> And other gambling. Poker, poker is, we'll a, to find me, out more about to me, poker is almost as American as apple pie, baseball, <laughs> you know, all the other things that, that, that everybody associates with. We've known through, you know, histori you know uh, historians telling us how they've played poker in the White House, how many, you know, police chiefs and lawyers. People have been playing poker. You know, the, this facade of saying, oh, that it's this, that, and the other was just for the, you know, for the, for the idiots out there who, who believe that, you know, this is going to crumble the moral fiber of America, you know, uh, just like they did with the alcohol. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Com definitely comparisons there. Uh, I did want to get to the uh, Poker Masters. We'll, before we get into the meat of the show, though, we'll tell, tell you one more time about our tournament, our uh, free roll tournament. Uh, that is being put on by one of our sponsors. And we've been talking about it for a long time. Uh, Atlantic West Management Group in charge of this tournament, and uh, we are trying to let as many people know as we can uh, about this free roll tournament on the site, Place Your Chips Caribbean. And you can go to the site, check out what uh, they have to offer. You've been hearing, uh, if you hear the show on a regular basis, you've been hearing spots for uh, the upcoming site for uh, quite a long time. And uh, they will be kicking things off with a free roll tournament. No cost to enter. All you have to do is go to the site. And we'd like to see you do it tonight because the tournament is tomorrow night. Uh, don't know when you will actually hear this show uh, this time. But uh, 8 o'clock on Tuesday night, September 18th, will be the start of the tournament. And first prize will be $750. Second is $500. And third is 250 We don't know how many players are going to show up, but we put a time limit on the tournament, three hours. So at 11 o'clock, if there's still more than three players, the highest chip totals will take those top three spots. If we happen to play down earlier to a winner, of course, the three finishers will win the prize yeah, money. The top, so yeah, the last three finishers will collect first, second, and third. And I'm going to be honest. Uh, I hope we have quite a few people, although we really have no clue as to how many people are listening out there. They have A lot of people haven't signed up at this point, so that will be... But Probably poker players sign up at yeah, the last yeah, minute. Yeah, they always sign up at the last minute for these for these tournaments. But what do you need to do, and we'll give you the instructions one more time, go to Place Your Chips Caribbean and uh, find a place where it says uh, sign up. 
So when you sign up, you'll uh, give your name and uh, email address and uh, uh, I think date of birth also. And then at the bottom, there's a promotional code. And you have to put that in in order to be entered into the tournament. Now, the number is this, eight digits, 48, no, 4852 50 66 66 4852 So uh, obviously you can roll the tape back and if you're listening to the show on SoundCloud or wherever you can hit that little uh, slider button and uh, hear it again. But one, we'll give it to you one more time here. 4852 So three numbers right around 50. And then 66. Right. The and end. and one thing I'd like to mention, because on my ride here to the, to the studio today, Dave, uh, I was talking to a few friends of mine, and they wanted to sign up while they were on the phone with me in case there was any issues. Just for people who, who under, uh, know this, that when you hit the sign-up button to become a new member, actually, it's you get all the, the, you know, the details and all the boxes that you have to fill out. Um, three of them came up to this and didn't know what to do with this, so I just want to mention this. To, you know, they will be donating, you know, uh, ch- you know, for charity to the educational system of different Caribbean islands, and you do have a chance, a choice of selecting, oh, picking out the island, uh, picking out the island. So, so when you do see that out there, folks, just remember that. I believe it's it's uh, set on one already. Yeah, but the default is uh, Antigua and Bar- Barbuda, I believe. That's it. Right. That is exactly it now because I remember one of my friends telling me it's on Antigua and Barbuda. So. If that's not the island that you want, you, you know, the donations to go to, the certain percentage, how it's going to be divvied up, you could choose from a wide range of Caribbean islands that are that are on there. You can go to the drop-down box and pick Cuba. I know, my friend. Unless, uh, unless you're anti-Cuban. Listen, my, my friend Paul told me about that. I told him, I don't think Cuba's on there. And he yeah, goes, it, it is sure is. Yeah, it absolutely is on there. So, um, you know, they... they St. Kitts and St. Martin and several other islands. So, so, y- so you do have to fill that out. Yeah. So just fill everything out that you have to there. And, um, you know, and then at the very end of that sign-up, as Dave has just mentioned, that's where you'll enter in the promotional section, those, those eight numbers. Again, that's 485250. 66. Uh, once you've done that, you can go to, to the login, try to get in. But there, something that I didn't know that my partner just told me right now, you will receive an activation email, and I guess you have to respond. You click to on that. the link there. Now that means that you have to put in a verifiable email. You can't just make one up and say, "I don't want these people to know where I am," and uh, you know, I'm just going to make up one because you won't get the get code. Paid. Then you, you won't no, get the you code. You can't win. You won't even be able to get into Pain, the tournament right. until you send it exactly. in. So you have to, have to activate your account. So after you sign up, you put the code in the bottom. You'll get an email from uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean. And you'll look, look up the email, and uh, there'll be a place there that says Activate Your Account. So then you'll be able to get in after that. Anyway, the tournament is uh, September 18th uh, at 8 p.m. And uh, you'll have a few minutes after that to get involved if you uh, show up late or you got something going on. So don't uh, don't decide not to go check it out if you if you're getting home a little bit late. But, but the tournament will only go till eleven. Right, and you'll have till nine and, o'clock. And these are all eastern register. eastern daylight time numbers. So. Yes, please remember that, folks. For those listening out on the west coast, um, it's eastern time. You have an hour. This is not a re-entry tournament, so if you do get eliminated, you you will not have any other opportunities to get in. But for those of you who work, traffic, whatever the situation is, that you may not be able to start right at 8 o'clock, you can register and get everything done as long as you're on before 9 o'clock Eastern time. Once 9 o'clock comes, the tournament will be locked out, 
and you know the countdown begins towards uh, towards having a winner in the top three finishers. Exactly. So we'll look forward to that. We will play. We Joe and I cannot win, but uh, we will certainly have some fun and enjoy ourselves. Uh, and uh, hopefully get to talk to some of you. If the, we're hoping to have uh, the top finishers on the program in the next couple of weeks, uh, and also everybody that plays the game will receive the twenty nine ninety nine yearly membership for uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean, and you'll be able to play for fun down the road. So uh, please check it out, join up. Uh, we'll see how it turns out. But I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you got a good chance to win, no matter who you are, no matter how well you play, because yeah. there's going to be a very limited number of people. Most it likely. is, but also it's it's as a poker player, Dave. It's it's poker friendly if if you succeed early, because uh, the way it's going to be structured is five thousand starting chips for every player, and the blinds I believe are going to be fifty one hundred. Yeah. All right, fifty one hundred. But the blinds will not go up like they normally do right. in most in most tournaments, right. folks. This is a beta test towards some of their, you know, to, towards their thing, uh, towards their product. There, that's what we want to feedback from the players. And yeah, the, and if you, you don't know. mind, take a few notes during the game and uh, send us an email afterwards. Uh, if anybody has any questions right now, uh, as you hear the show, and you want, uh, or you go to sign in, you can't remember exactly how to do it. You can always send me an email. I'll monitor the email uh, before the tournament. Uh, Dave Big Lem at Gmail. Yes, because as as this show, as we're taping this show right now, we are roughly about 24 hours away yeah. from the start of the tournament. So, so if you hear the show... Email and I'll get back to you and let you know. Dave Big Lem, L-E-M, at gmail.com. Okay, let's take a break here on the show. When we come back, we'll talk a little Poker Masters, a few other things happening in the world of poker, and we will return after these messages on Poker Action Line. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Energy drives our nation's economy and is an important part of our daily lives. By taking steps to become more energy efficient, we can all save money and help reduce our nation's overall energy demand. I'm Energy Secretary Sam Bodman, encouraging you to use Energy Star products and apply Appliances such as dishwashers, washing machines, and thermostats. They can reduce your energy bills by up to 30%. Replacing your existing light bulbs with Energy Star qualified fluorescent lights in the lamps and fixtures throughout your home will save up to 50% on lighting costs. By installing Energy Star storm windows and double pane windows, you can reduce energy loss in your home by 25 to 50%. You have the power to make a difference. By using Energy Star products, you can reduce your home energy bills and help our nation reduce its energy use. More information on Energy Star products and savings can be found at www.energysavers.gov or call toll-free 1-877-337-3463. This powerful savings message is provided by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Alliance to Save Energy. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave and Joe here from Poker Action Line, South Florida show. And uh, we've been co- we've been doing this show for eight and a half years now. Uh, we've had a lot of fun, and looking forward to many more. 
and uh, we'll see what happens with the you know this uh, this tournament. But what I did want to say was. I thought we would just have dozens and dozens of people. Uh, we know that over a thousand people listen to the show every single week. Uh, that's just on SoundCloud, uh, even closer to fifteen hundred sometimes. But uh, you know, we'll share that that information with you for sure. But I thought there would just be do- dozens, if not hundreds, of people signing up to play just uh, you know for a free shot and free money. But it hasn't happened. Maybe it still will happen. A lot of poker players sign up at the last minute. But what I wanted to say was that email I gave out. If you have any feelings about the site or the show or anything, you can always send me an email, DaveBigLem at Gmail, and uh, let us know. Maybe you're just completely sick of hearing about it for well, the last two or three years, and, uh, and and you said, I won't play anything on that if they ever get that thing off the ground, and uh, it has taken some time. There's a lot of red tape, and uh, we hope that you will uh, give it a shot. We have used this radio show to help promote uh, by carrying the commercials on here, and uh, while Joe and I are not directly involved with the site at all uh we certainly hope that uh you know you'll give it a shot and check it out maybe you're tired of hearing about it well and also dave you know uh this has started out now yes we have been talking about it for quite a few years atlantic west management has been a sponsor of ours for a long time um and Remember, you know, we've had Black Friday. We had the, I keep forgetting, back U- in 2008. You're right. Okay. So, you know, for the casual poker poker listener who really doesn't get online or, you know, wasn't online heavily before all these sites went away and, you know, the talk of it's illegal still in the United States, this is a, this this is, there's absolutely no issues with this here because no one's being charged any amount of money for this. You know, people can perfectly offer, illegal, one hundred percent legal. Pe- people can be offered any amount of money. People can pay. You know, the sites. So Atlantic West is doing that, uh, along with, as Dave mentioned in the last segment, um, given the free membership, one yearly membership, which is twenty nine ninety five or ninety nine, whatever it is. But it's, I, let's round it off to thirty dollar value for the year, which gives you, um, you know, fifty lottery tickets and and the chance to play. And you know, again. People are kind of skeptic because of what's happened, you know, in the past. I'm sure about that, uh, folks. This is, you know, this this site. Uh, besides, obviously, it's it's not a a non for profit site, but you know, they are trying to help out a lot of the Caribbean islands with their educational program and and giving you know money to to them sites depending on how the people who play this game and sign up as a member right. for the site choose and add wh- who they want to sponsor as far as an island is concerned uh, to help their educational system for their children. Now, for the poker players out there, you know, um, Dave, I, you know, I was involved with a poker site called Platinum Poker back in 2004 after some of the sites had already started. And it is a little difficult, you know, because you kind of start behind the eight ball because of all the other places that are out there, your software. And I wanted to mention this real quick. We spoke about this off the air as we were in commercial break uh, on our last break. Is to let the people know the software is, is pretty good in here. But as a hardcore poker player online, if you're one of those that's looking to play on this, I would suggest you try to register as soon as possible. Try to get on and play one of the free, you know, 
free games. There's, there's, there's a, just a few people sitting down playing. But so you could uh, get yourself uh, acclimated to how this works. So, you know, some of the software that other places have. The game, the running of the game, and the looking of the cards looks very beautiful. To, in my opinion, it looks just as good as any of these other places. Right. But you won't have delayed times, you know, places where you can deal. Now, for me, that's wonderful because I hate people who take, you right. know, a minute to act on every single play of hands, uh, either because they're, they're jerks or because they're playing so many different games at the same time. They just don't get to it for 45 seconds. Here, you're going to have to act. And or you lose your hand. Right, and the blind structure will not go up as the tournament goes on. Right, so right. it's a little different. So, you know, as a poker player who loves to play online. You're, n- you're not going to have uh, a time bank. You're not going to have a time bank. And I would suggest, and again, I don't know when this will air, uh, Mr. Geo, any, any chance that we can, uh, what are we looking at, a few hours after the show or t- about an hour after we get off the air here? We should be on so till about 8.30, quarter to 9 yeah, Eastern time. Yeah, it should be up by 10, 10.30. 10, 10.30 Eastern time. So if you're hearing this, obviously, and you want to play in this tournament, which is roughly about 24 hours away as I'm speaking right now, sign up, get everything in there, activate the account through the email activation that they will send you based on what you put in your, your sign-up sheet, and go on and just take a look at it. Get yourself acclimated to, to the buttons and everything else. So that way when the tournament starts tomorrow and you're registered in, you're already feeling comfortable and you're, you know, you don't have to go through the growing pains. You just do it. It's not that difficult, but it is a slightly different than, than anybody if you've played on other sites. So just get yourself acclimated to it and uh, get on. Play for 15, 20 minutes against who's ever on there, and this way you'll you'll know exactly what you have to do and feel comfortable tomorrow. And we'd appreciate it if you give us some feedback on to how you liked it and uh, what you think can improve. We certainly would love to hear from you. Dave Big Lem at Gmail is the is the email address. Uh, let's move on to uh, the Poker Masters, which was played at the Aria over the past week. Uh, all high roller tournaments. And uh, some pretty interesting stuff happened. I did get a chance to see a little bit of the short deck final, which went down to uh, the two players, uh, and the winner eventually was Isaac Haxton. Ike Haxton uh, defeated Maurice Hawkins. So I watched. Maurice got to the finals. So so I watched Maurice play, and uh, in the end, he I think he lost a little patience there, and uh, uh, Haxton was getting good cards, but playing pretty tight for the most part. So if he had it, you know, he kind of knew he had it. And, uh, well, if he was playing tight, he was forcing Maurice. Did he have the chip lead on Maurice? He did, by quite a bit. So that's why he was playing tight. So Maurice realized that whenever About he... About a three-to-one, maybe. Yeah, so if, if, he wasn't play, if he wasn't giving Maurice any play, uh, Maurice probably realized, which is a smart move on the other, on Isaac's player, is that, hey, if he's going to come in when I've got the better start of these hands... You know, let him draw out on me, and right. and I guess Maurice couldn't. And but I thought it was pretty interesting because, uh, uh, as we told you, the the twos, threes, fours, and fives are all taken out of the deck, so there's only 36 cards. But you can still get it straight with the ace if you uh, a wheel would be a So there was one instance when the guys were talking at the table that they had forgotten that even, you know. And they mentioned, you know, oh, I forgot all about that, you know, I, when they were talking about, you know, outs and stuff like that. But it was pretty entertaining, and I enjoyed it. And How uh, many? I personally like Maurice. A lot of people can't stand him, but 
to me, he's a very interesting character, and, and I think we need those in the game. Yeah, well, I have not yet played against him or anything. We've had him as a guest on the show before. Right. My cousin has played against him at uh, at the aisle where, where he likes to play. I guess that's Maurice's home. High aisle in uh, Palm Beach Kennel Club. Okay, so, you know, he's played with not him. Not the Hard Rock. He he says he, I don't think he, he can play get, at the Hard Rock. He can get a little bit much. We already know what occurred this year at, at the WSOP at one of the tournaments that he was involved in. Uh, so I think he got tossed at the Hard Rock. I don't think he's banned from there, if I'm not mistaken. That he's banned from there, yeah. you say? Like I said, I don't know how his game is. I know that his game is to get under other people's skin, which he did in the WSOP as the one player who got barred for life, I guess. for, for Calling him the N-word. Calling him the N-word and, um, you know. Whatever it is, you know, I, I, I don't, most people don't you take very well to playing with people who constantly get under your skin. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if that's, if that's good for, for making the game grow because, you know, if, if, if you're constantly having a, a negative experience at the table, it's kind of nice to see every now and then to have a little bit of fun. But, but if that's your persona consistently, you know, it becomes difficult. Uh, I don't know how he does in regular games because, you know, People don't have to sit down and play with you in a regular live cash game. Yeah, you can go in to a tournament, table. in a tournament, they got no, cho- no, no, you know, they, they got no way out. Well, I didn't see a lot of the early part of the tournament, so uh, I can't comment on that. But I did see the head-to-head play, and and the funny thing he kept saying was, uh, uh, Haxton would be making a decision, and Maurice would always go, "What you got, Ike? What you got?" Yeah, <laughs> he, he's trying to figure he, what he's. I, what I believe he's trying to do there, from my many years of dealing experiences, people who played maybe not to the extent that Maurice's, they were looking for that one button that they knew to get a little, even if it was a minor little roll of your eyes or something, and they go, oh, now I got something I can I can put my teeth into and eventually get this guy off of his game. So how, I, what I wanted to know is how many people entered that, that short deck tournament. Do you have I, the numbers I on that by I any do chance? Not. I don't think I have Because I'm curious to see well, how yeah, many people, you know, part. I'm curious to see how many people entered that new style of play you know, I've, that's I've, a good question. I've uh, dealt that see. game with those two threes, fours, and fives. Actually, I'm sorry, two threes and fours were dealt out of a seven-card stud game. And when I asked the person, when they asked me, can you deal this? And I said, I could deal cards any way you want. I go, you're just going to have to tell me. We've got eight people sitting and, and, and only 40 cards in the deck. How do we play this out? A lot of spits. And they go, nope. You go into the muck and reshuffle. Hmm. So, you know. This was a, a private game, how they came up with those rules, and I couldn't believe the amount of action that was played in that, in that particular game. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, no one grew up knowing how to play that game because I had just heard about it the day I went to deal that game for, these, for this private game. So, uh, you know, curious to see how many people really signed up for that. Do you have that number by any I, chance? I don't. Uh, I'm looking for it here, but uh, we'll see. I know it paid eight spots, so uh, you got to figure. If it paid eight spots, you're probably maybe. looking between 70 and 80. Uh, yeah, I would say closer to 60, maybe. Or maybe but, 60. But we'll see. Uh, I'll see if I can look it up during the break. But uh, the funny thing is, uh, most of the tournaments, and these were all high roller events, they had they had between a turnout of 60-ish uh, 60, there was one tournament that was over 100, but uh, 60 to 80 players, something like that, for most of these and tournaments. And what were the buy-ins? Well, mostly, uh, there were some 25,000s, but a lot of, several of them were 10. And uh, the main event was a $100,000 buy-in. It's really weird. At the end of the first day, they had only had 15 entrants for the main event. 
Uh, maybe people moved on to go play elsewhere. Maybe it was too rich for the blood for some people. Who knows? Well, but they allowed people to enter the following day, and they made some adjustments to end up with 25 entries. In the main event? Yeah. Now, and now this is coming off of the uh, big one for one drop this of year. And the whole, not and the getting, whole world Not series. even getting close yeah, to, exactly. the, to what they've done in the past, which is they've capped it at 48. What was it this year? Around 30? Somewhere around that, or less than thirty, uh, a little less yeah, than thirty. Yeah, it was less than thirty. So I think maybe twenty-eight or something. So like that. this is this has got to be an alarming trend for high limit picks, and and I know I've mentioned on a previous show that I think this is due to the fact that whoever the uh, backers are, you know, the, the 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 deep pocket backers that are out there, returns either haven't been coming in as to what they expect it to be, I mean, whatever it is. I just don't believe that poker players have been putting in their own money or most of their own money to play in these tournaments. Right. I think they've had, you know, rich rich backers that have decided to take this on as an investment. And, uh, you know, when this investment doesn't make a return real quick, uh, it gets real expensive for you, you know. And um, you've got to constantly keep going to the well if you want to try to earn your money back from these people. And, and if they don't run well after a few tournaments, you could easily be out half a million or or, or, or a lot more than that. So right, right. these, I don't know, going going forward, Dave, looking at these numbers, looking at what happened with that one, the, the big one for one drop, are they going to schedule more of these big? And, you know, I don't know how successful they thought the other buy-ins were the 10,000 that you said most well, of the to- most of the tournaments were 60 to 80 you know one of them got over 100 to be honest they uh they basically it's kind of a made for tv event almost to be on poker go so i don't know how important it was to them to draw a ton of people but to be on poker go not to be on a major network television sh- uh, correct. channel correct correct so how much is poker go going to you know uh supplement uh, the casino yeah. for this you know, I, I uh, again, the advertisement is very good for it, but if you're not attracting the top-notch players to to these high roller events, you know, I have a feeling they're going to have to scale them back down and then make it a more of a special event, so that way you do get crazy numbers once you do hold one. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I was entertained by what I saw. I didn't have a lot of time, and I would have watched a lot more of it probably, but... Uh, we'll see what happens. Fifty-five entries in the in, in the, the short deck. in the short deck, which is and the buy-in was what about ten thousand? You it said it was uh, ten thousand. Correct. That's that's actually not a bad. I don't think that's a bad number whatsoever for that amount. You know, for for that game being played now, it's a relatively new game. So uh, Ryan Tosic finished third. Uh, fourth went to uh, Dominique Nietzsche. And uh, Kerry Katz was, f- or a- Andrew Robo got fourth. Uh, Kerry Katz got fifth, and to- uh, Nietzsche got sixth. Did they have the prize? Who won? What what amount of money they won for for first, second, third? God, God, what do you need? Do you need everything? I'm you know? telling you. Listen, we we got to give them. We got to let the people know what they what they're getting. What they're getting. Hundred and seventy six thousand for 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 Haxton. And okay, so I would imagine uh, uh, Maurice won one fifteen five. Okay, well, that's not bad. For a $10,000 buy-in. Hopefully it was all his money, so that's a nice return on, exactly. on your money there. Exactly. Uh, and that was event number four, by the way. Uh, the first event was won by David Peters. The second event went to Brandon uh, Brandon Adams. Uh, the third event was a PLO, $25,000 PLO, won by Keith Lair. 
then events five and six were won by the same player who ended up winning the purple jacket. Uh, Ali Amsarovic, Imsarovic uh, was the winner of uh, the fifth and sixth game, fifth and sixth uh, events, and that brought to the main and uh, the final twenty-five entries. Uh, David Peters came back and won that one. I was just going to say, hasn't he been having a hell of a year? Yeah. Well, he was Player of the Year in 2017. Yeah, he's won $1.15 for first. Dan Smith was second. Uh, Karai Aldemir finished third. Bryn Kenny was fourth. So big-name players. Lugano was there. Uh, Jake Schindler, uh, Justin Bonomo. So uh, for people who like to watch poker and the recognizable names and faces, uh, it certainly was a pretty good event. Yeah, that's... uh, it was nice. It's a shame it wasn't a little bit more in there, having a few more of the top na- top name players in there. But I'm sure it was a fun event. Anyway, uh, it was funny because uh, it flipped over to the Borgata, and I saw that uh, today was day one B of the ma- their main event, and Imsarovich showed up and uh, paid his uh, entry fee and checked flew, in flew across the country. Across the country, back, from, there you uh, go, from Vegas to Atlantic City. Okay, let's take another break on the show. We'll talk a little more about uh, Borgata and a couple other tournaments. Uh, We'll see if we can work in any uh, strategy stuff here. But don't forget about our tournament. It is September 18th. Uh, If you listen later in the week, you may have missed it. But uh, we've been talking about it for several weeks, and we hope people will sign up tomorrow. And uh, we'll see you there. We'll be back with more of the show when we come back. This is Poker Action Live. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA Drag Racing Series. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt, race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night, following NHRA national events, NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com. 
in the show, Big Dave and Joe. Uh, by the way, uh, that game that they had on Poker Stars called Unfold, they've already discontinued that. Yeah, you know, you, you're trying to come <laughs> up with, uh, was it the, the two-table poker thing that they had down here that got, you know, a lot of people oh, yeah, backed it was, up. That and was a it's disaster just, at the aisle. It, you know, just got to make what you have a little bit better. I don't better. remember what that's called now. You know, and, you know, listen... I have not played Badoogie or whatever the other names of these games are. Uh, Badoosie. Badoosie. And is Badoogie the one where you got to make a, a four suit, the best four, not, you know, four, because you only get yeah, four Yeah, lowest. It's a low hand. A it's low a, the hand. low hand, but, and if you have four different suits, that's a, like a monster, that's, regardless that's of what ba- the cards are. That's a Badoogie. Are. A one, okay. two, three, four, all different. And suits. I don't know how many times they get to draw or, or however the game actually plays yeah, out. I think it's a triple draw. That, that makes it that makes it for an interesting game. Yeah. But again, for people who don't grow up with that, you know, you see it in tournaments. But uh, I think I asked you this a few weeks ago. I've never seen it in a casino offered a, on a cash game. Have you? No. Down here in South no, Florida. No, this doesn't. And, that you stuff know, doesn't catch on. Down it, here. You know, it's it, it occasionally you'll see it in a mixed game type tournament. You know, in a tournament. But you know, for games to catch on in most parts, you know, to got to have cash. You games. have to have cash games of them that will then entice people to eventually learn how to, you know, besides the cash games, knowing how to play it for tournaments and. Um, you don't see that, so you know it's. You only see the top pros playing this because you know the, their their comprehension of some of these stranger games. And it's something that I used to love playing because, as a kid growing up in college and even in high school before college, playing in home games. You know, we played Follow the Queen. Uh, you know, um, uh, Threes and Nines a Wild. I forgot the name of that game. Uh, the, the baseball. Baseball with the four, getting an extra card on a four. You know, wild, crazy games just to add more action to it. But, you know, most poker players want to play a game that they can dominate. And, uh, you know, unless the top pros, there's too much luck involved in too many of these other games that that takes away their edge. So I don't know if if they'll catch on. Uh, well, I did want to get to, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I want to get to the Seminole Coconut Creek because that's a big circuit event. They had one there earlier in the year. And it was a pretty big success back in February, and they're having the second one here now, and they will be coming back next February to do it again for the circuit. Uh, some of the buy-ins changed a little bit. 365, I think, is what it was that year. They it's went to 400. And the reason I know Why that is because my friend Mario, who who actually got it, made it into the money and went deep in the main event, got to like 127th before he was eliminated. I was just looking at a text that he gave me of the list of the people that back then where his that name was, was the, listed. That was not the main event, the first event, the, the first w- big event. Whatever, right. And then he called me today. I had not spoken to Mario in a while. And to tell me that he had come and played, and that's the three hundred thousand uh, dollar uh, prize guaranteed, correct? Right. And he goes that he had to pay four hundred dollars this time. It was thirty five dollars more. Yeah, twelve hundred seven entries they had. Uh, nice. He he unfortunately he goes, Joe. I got eliminated about about ten minutes before. Uh, that end of day one. Oh. No, oh, the the end the of bag. day one. He yeah, he goes, this year I was just hanging on and, you know. He, he wanted to get a bag. He told me, he goes, hey, you know, I was 14,000 in chips. Big blind was 3,000 and I was under the, you know, he goes, I was under the gun with ace queen next to be the big blind. Decided to push and he goes, and a guy who had come to our table maybe 10 minutes earlier, 15 minutes, had a big stack lead, calls me with ace three. He goes, the guy flopped the three. He goes, he turned a queen and the guy turned a flush on the river. Oh, no, wow. He, yeah, the guy turned the flush on the river to knock him out. So, 
And I told him, I said, I don't know about anybody else, but I know that under the gun, ace, queen, I'm pushing all in either to steal the blinds and get another round or, or have some, one person come on with me with ace, queen. And, you know, un- unfortunately it happens. That was event number two. Uh, 1,207 players. Ryan Weiss was the winner. 70,713 first prize. Uh, event number one was a was a smaller one. It was also 400 buy-in, but it was just a one-day tournament. 243 players in that one. John DePersio won it. And then today, they finished up event number three, which is one of the bigger events, the $1,125 buy-in. And the winner was Martin Ryan, who was from Trinidad and Tobago. And back in the uh, the February series... He won the opening event for a pretty big payday there, but he's uh, he is has diabetes and he had to miss quite a few events and got away from playing. But uh, 57 players in that one for 11.25, and he won 21,000 plus. So that finished this afternoon, as we do the show here, and uh, you know they'll continue in the main event. We'll start this weekend. Well, listen, it seems like uh, Coconut Creek has done a nice job of taking the baton from the Palm Beach Kettle Club and uh, just seems to have, uh, you know, the WSOP circuit event just seems to be sailing along very smoothly yeah, uh, absolutely. now under the Seminoles. So congratulations to Pablo and his staff over there. Yeah, they do a good job. Uh, the Borgata also underway with their main event. As I mentioned earlier, that's a $3,500 buy-in and then being recorded uh, for the... Uh, season 17, and they are underway on day 1B. And just to let you know who got off to a good start in this one, uh, I'll tell you someone who's playing well in every tournament is Men the Master. Nice to see him. And didn't see him for a long time. Yeah, well, it's nice to see some of these guys. Every now and then you, you hear about it. I've been reading in some of the card players, you know, some of the names that used to always see in, in this thing. And then for a while, you know, just don't hear about them, Eli Lezra exactly. and stuff like that. And, you know, these are all great players. I just don't know if they've gotten to the point. It, it was funny. I was listening to one of the local sports shows here and see if you remember this name, right? So um, WQAM does a poker, uh, does their sports show from the poker room at the Hard Rock on Fridays. And they were talking about people having their little lucky icons and, you know, little little things that they would have and sharks and stuff like that. And, and they were talking about it. And one guy goes, oh, there was a poker player a long time ago that would put uh, – a shark or something on it. You know, his name was Brennis. His name was Brennis. Umberto, Umberto Brennis. Umberto Brennis, the Costa Rican great poker player. And, uh, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot of that. I know when I was still dealing at Dania, there was one lady who would bring in something. But what I remember was playing in a private game. This guy made me laugh so hard the first time he did this to everybody. He brings these, he would have a bunch of little miniature, you know, figurines. Uh-huh. And... He's looking at one of his cards once, and I was dealing, and I swear it took me two minutes to stop laughing. I'm dealing the game, and he put different figurines on different cards, and no one ever asked. And finally he goes, "Uh uh-oh, and he grabs the ugliest, you know, creature, Uh and he puts it on there. So I finally had to ask him, and I go, you know, what's with the figurines? He goes, well, these all indicate different hands that I have. I'm trying to warn the other players. And this one was, he goes, that's the (laughs) ugliest one. He goes, that's the ugliest creature. What do you have now? He goes, just to tell everybody I got a monster hand. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the thing looked like a monster. And he was serious? Oh, my God. He, he had every every player at that game was dying to laugh. That's this guy funny. had that kind of personality. That's funny. But I had never heard anybody because He goes, oh, be careful, guys. I got a monster. And, you know, as poker players, if, if, you're, if you're just joining the show and don't know much about poker, when you tell people that you've got a monster hand, that means you, you usually got a hell of a hand in your, in, in your hand. Absolutely. Uh, chip leader from day 1A was Josh Gordon from Silver Springs, Maryland. Uh, local uh, South Florida player Richard Kirsch was in fourth place. And uh, on down the line, uh, Ryan D'Angelo had a nice opening day. Matt Glantz as well. So uh, Matt, 130,000 chips and uh, men the master then after that. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that one for next week's show and uh, let you know what happened. Uh, but uh, several uh, big-name players are playing in that one, and we gave you some of that. Shannon Shore doing well. And uh, they are underway on day two. Uh, the defending champion is playing. Tony Dunst is in there. Uh, Guo, Guo Liang was uh, the guy who won last say. year. <laughs> and uh, he's still playing on day two, but they're moving into their dinner break uh, out there at the Borgata, and we'll keep an eye on that one for next week. Anyway, uh, a couple other things I did want to mention. Uh, obviously, we're going through the uh, Supreme, Supreme Court nominee. And uh, Brett Kavanaugh, of course, running into a lot of uh, accusations about some sort of uh, sexual misconduct when he was a uh, when he was in high school. They're not kidding when they say they're going to drag up every little thing you've done in your life, huh? <laughs> but he is, uh, you know. Of course, they had the the hearings, which was like watching paint dry, uh, you know. But there was a few interesting things. Obviously, everybody using that to try to make themselves look better, and uh, you know all the politics involved, pretty pretty outrageous. But uh, he was obviously asked a lot of questions, but there's only a limited number of time and so many topics. So they actually sent out some questions for him to answer. He was required uh, last week to return them. And one of the questions, there's some stories going around about he has a penchant for gambling, that he played dice and, you know, several other games. He was asked... uh, about his poker playing, he said, like many Americans, I have occasionally played poker or other games with friends and colleagues. I do not document the details of those casual games, because he was asked by Sheldon Whitehouse uh, of Rhode Island uh, at a uh, list of 14 pages of questions, and one of them was, uh, do you play in a regular or periodic poker game? And if yes, please list the dates, participants, location, and venue, and the amounts won and lost. That's a ridiculous question. <laughs> Which not, I don't think anybody will. Anyway, uh, he is a poker player, so who knows if somewhere down the line a decision he makes maybe has something to do with uh, poker or the legality of whether uh, that will advance. I'm kind of wondering about that. Well, listen, with the heat that he's taken for so many other things, uh, I think that's that's something that in his mind he's got way in the back, and I don't know, I think... They've already decided the states can decide on this. So I don't know if the Supreme Court is going to have a whole lot That's to do true. with it, unless unless it becomes a national issue. Yeah, you never know uh, what will happen ten years from now or yeah. whatever. Hopefully, I'm really hopeful that it does. So that way we get back to playing poker the way it was a few seven years ago, eight years ago. By the way, they moved his uh, hearing, and they're going to hear from delayed, the, right? the accuser, I guess, uh, early next week, and then we'll see what happens. But. Uh, I'm not a big fan of him, or nor do I want him to be confirmed. But uh, you know, hey, uh, I'm sure we can. I'm sure there's uh, 
more horrible things that Mr. Trump can come up with. Well, listen, you know, that's the, for everybody out there that I try to stay political free here because I don't want to get myself into any trouble. Yeah, so. exactly. I'll be hearing on that email. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to mention was uh, kind of an interesting thing. The story came out that the Henan Mob, is, which is one of the great poker sites that lists results of all kinds of players. You can pretty much get career earnings, uh, career ranks, uh, you know, finishes in, in hundreds and hundreds of tournaments for some of these players if you want to find out the information. And I do use it a good bit myself. When I go to a tournament, and there may be some player that I want to interview that I've seen play on TV or or something interesting happened in the World Series, and, and I always wanted to interview them, but I always love to be as prepared as possible. So on the spur of the moment, I can pull out my, my, my tablet or my phone and look up the Hendon mob and, you know, pick up some good information for some questions. And, you know, the preparation for an interview sometimes can be... You know, five minutes before I talk to somebody, right? And I have something interesting, and uh, you know, they can be kind of impressed that I knew certain things. And uh, you know, it's a lot easier today in today's uh, electronic world. And uh, anyway, uh, something came out today that uh, the Hendon Mob, uh, well, they're located in 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 Europe, in uh, in England. England. And there's a new European Union uh, regulation that came out called the General Data Protection Regulation. And it's pretty complicated, but there's a lot of stuff uh, involved. I won't go into all of it. But basically, uh, the Hennen mob decided that if players wanted their records to be deleted, that they, they didn't do it in the past, but they will do it now and take you out of the database if someone calls up and wants their name out of there. Uh, they can also replace their name on there with a nickname. So if they're like an online player and they want their online handle just, but not their real name on there, they can do that. So uh, pretty interesting and uh, not, a, not a great thing in my opinion because, you know, if that takes away a, a helpful tool, I, I'm not going to be happy about it. Well, you know, it is a helpful tool for, for for people who are playing other people to know that they're playing a great player or someone who's had great success, let's yep. say, at the tables. But, um, you know, the, the great players don't like – listen, they've worked very hard. If you're one of those people that worked very hard to obtain your skill level yeah, and, and your proud success – They're proud of their accomplishments. You, you understand? Well, no, but it's it, – remember, poker's not like that. You've got your people who want to play in tournaments – who like to have the you know the fanfare and, and the publicity from all of this that tournaments bring you right. in the big games? Well, that you're not going to hide that. But if you're one of these players that has had great success over the years, and you have stayed, as they say, under the radar, you know, to have a site like this do this, you know, when you haven't given them permission to do this, why? Obviously, whatever you've been doing has been working like 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 a charm, okay? Where it's allowed you to earn a great living over the years, hundreds, if not you know you know hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, whatever it is, and you've been able to stay anonymous for the most part. Why give that info? I know I wouldn't want that to be out there. If I wanted it to be out there, then I'm going to get on social media like a lot of these people do, put my face out on on these things. What was it, Durr? Uh, remember, remember all those years, Tom Dwan? We were wondering who some of these people yeah, were. Isildur. Isildur. Who, we were wondering who some of these people were. As it turns out, I think that guy turned out to be a real bit of a, an a-hole from, from, what, from what I've read. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> but regardless, 
you have that that you know no one knows who you have that mystery and I think that uh, that only can help you earn more money nah. because you're gonna have people coming after you. So freedom of the press, baby. <laughs> We're not the enemy of the people. Yeah, that's it. But uh, you could be the enemy of the top poker players. That's it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, let's take our last break on the show. I did want to mention uh, a couple other things. We'll try to do that, and we'll give you one more reminder about our tournament when we come back. You're listening to Poker Action Line. You can always pick us up on SoundCloud and. Uh, you can. There's a good tool there where you can actually uh, tweet the show to somebody or send it on your email, and it's a good, um, it's a good way to send the show around a little bit. And uh, I believe that's helped us in get more, getting more exposure on the program. But also, we are on the Hold'em Radio Network on a regular basis. A lot of good shows on there. You can pick us up anywhere you want. You find your um, your podcasts, including Stitcher, uh, iTunes. Uh, Apple Podcasts, everything will be a good place to find a show, and we hope you'll do that uh, over the next weeks as we move uh, into uh, the future. Uh, that's going to do it for this segment. We'll be back to finish things up when we return, and we'll give you one more reminder about our tournament uh, put on by Atlantis, Atlantic West Management, and uh, it will be Tuesday the 18th, September 18th. We'll talk more about it when we return after these messages on the show. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Final segment, Big Dave and Joe. And now that we have sports betting here in the United States uh, growing every day, different states, different uh, locales. Uh, it was funny, I was in, uh, uh, not this past weekend, but a couple weekends ago, I was in Alabama for a football game uh, with ESPN and uh, there were people talking about uh, driving across the border to Mississippi to put a bet on a, a game or two. Yeah, oh, kind of cool. Kind of cool. I, uh, <laughs> we haven't had that before. 
Uh, just wanted to mention, of course, the NFL season and uh, heading to week three uh, after tonight's uh, Monday night game. And uh, there's a new league that's going to be starting next February, just kind of uh, to fill in the void once NFL uh, ends. It's called the Alliance of American Football, and I hadn't heard too much about it. But they're really embracing gambling uh, in several different ways. It's a 12-week season that starts in February, February through April. Uh, They have their teams all set up now. Some of the coaches involved are uh, well-known. Mike Martz, uh, Steve Spurrier, Rick Neuheisel, uh, Brad Childress are some of the coaches. And they're going to be playing in eight cities, Atlanta, Orlando, Memphis, Birmingham, how do you have, wait, wait, 12, eight cities and 12 teams? I guess some no, teams. No, 12 weeks. Uh, 12, oh, season. it's eight teams. Eight then. teams. Okay. Uh, Atlanta, Orlando, Memphis, Birmingham, San Antonio, Phoenix, San Diego, and Salt Lake City. And Salt Lake Which City. Which one doesn't fit? Salt Lake City does not fit into a gambling <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. scenario yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. But uh, they have set up some new things, which are pretty interesting. There's going to be in-game betting, and they're really going to push that. They've embraced all the different sometimes types of gambling, which the NFL has been so slow to do. Uh, but they will, uh, they will have some interesting stuff. You can place live bets right on the screen. There's going to be a mobile app for the league that you'll be able to get, uh, which is going to be de- run by MGM. Uh, Actually, the league developed it first, and then MGM is going to be involved, and they have licenses in several states. So they have a three-year deal. So if you're in a gambling state, you'll be able to bet on this. Um, They're actually going to put trackers like a Fitbit on some of the players to collect real-time information. And uh, so pretty cool. Uh, One of the league's co-founders is Charlie Ebersol, and I guess probably uh, son or grandson of Dick Ebersol. Yep, I would imagine. Um, but they will measure things like uh, quarterback's throwing speed, uh, using things to calculate the probability of inter- interceptions. Uh, they're going to be adjusting live or uh, live odds accordingly. So you can actually uh, bet on how fast the quarterback's throwing the football. <laughs> well, listen, you, you want to know when I think this will become a success? I mean, because gamblers... And being being a gambler, you know, I, I know how <laughs> degenerate you can become if you're a gambler, if you take it to certain extremes. But what seems to decide whether you've become a major success now is not just the gambling, as you and I gambled on games with the lines, betting the over and under and, 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 and the side, but whether it becomes big in fantasy. And yeah. if all of a sudden fantasy starts taking over and playing in this particular league, then I believe... Well, they you, are going to have you, a fantasy Well, that's game. what I'm saying. And, it, and if you get enough people who eventually, you know, after the first year, you start getting them involved, and, you know, it goes forward from there, I believe that's what, where you'll see whether well, you this see some league of, is going to survive You see not. some of the great college players that come out and don't make these NFL teams, don't even get a chance to play in the NFL, maybe play a little bit in the preseason, and then they get cut before the first game. There's a ton of talent out there. I think it could fly. I listen. As long as the game is good, but I I love the fact that you mentioned they've embraced gambling. They, you know, that's the big thing, you know, because the the minor league football system here is our college, and you know we've we've embraced that as big as possible, wanting the playoffs, getting it now to four teams and everything else, Dave. And if they can become, you know 
the second coming of the college, like you said, some of these top-name players. You did mention some very impressive coaches in that list that you right. mentioned that are heading up, exactly. heading up these teams. So we know other people have tried it. I think the closest that came to success was the one uh, back in the 80s. Um, the, uh, the World, World, Football, World League. Football League. And then uh, there was the XFL. Exactly. But the, and, so and I thought the XFL had everything in it, but unfortunately that died real quick. You know, people They were a little country, too corny, I think. Yeah, people didn't buy that. You know, the, the, the He Hate Me and all of those <laughs> players that, that were there I thought was very interesting. They embraced the, uh, the violence of the game more so than the NFL. Now, obviously, we're kind of heading... In the opposite direction because of all, you know. Well, the, we, could, the, we can always hope that Roger Goodell pulls his head out of his butt somewhere along the line. Yeah, I seriously doubt that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, me too. You know. uh, let's finish things up here by uh, reminding you one more time about the tournament being put on by Atlantic West Management on the site. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Uh, you can check it out on Google and find your way there. And then sign up. Uh, and you, it's a free sign up. You uh, will give your email out. They will send you a welcome email. And you will respond uh, to that email with a uh, link on there that will activate your account. When you sign up, there's a bottom box called uh, the promo code. Uh, that is 485250665. Five-digit number, 48, oh, or eight-digit eight number. I was going to say, that's an eight-digit number. Uh, all the first three sets of, of two are right around 50, so you remember it that way. 485250666. And you'll need to put that in. That will get you into the tournament. Then all you do is show up on September 18th, which is a Tuesday night. And 8 o'clock is the start of the tournament. Won't have a tremendous amount of number of people there, I don't believe. Well, we don't know that yet. I don't, we I don't really believe. don't know that yet. You know, we but know, that, we that know means the you have a good have, chance to win. The people who have registered as of right now, it's not a great number. But, you know, a lot of people enter these tournaments very late. Regardless. Well, I a, hope I'm wrong. It's a free tournament uh, for all those that sign up for it. Once again, as we've mentioned before, it gets you uh, almost a $30 value to uh, yearly membership fee to the site, to the Place Your Chip site, Caribbean, and allows you to get 50 lottery tickets, and you can play to earn more, to earn a bigger prize at the end of the week. 8 um, o'clock it starts. Uh, you can enter up till 9. Uh, first prize, $750 to the winner, $500 to second place, 250 to third. Right. And uh, we hope that you'll uh, get in there. If you have any questions uh, in the next day or so, send me an email. Dave Big Lamb at gmail dot com in the next in the next twenty two hours because yeah. it can't be after that. Yeah, but yeah, contact Dave at that email well, he just been, gave you. We've been talking about it for several for weeks, so uh, you know if you listen to the show right, right, religiously uh, and listen to it right away, as a lot of people do, right after it's uh, put up. So uh, we hope you'll you'll come to the exactly. Site and as I mentioned in one of the segment earlier segments. Try to sign up as soon as you can, as soon as you get this information, as soon as you want to, and just go through the process of signing up and giving all the information, putting in the promo code so you're registered for the tournament, and then see if you can get on and maybe just just so you you know get yourself familiar with how the how the app works and how the poker site works. That way you'll feel comfortable once the tournament starts at eight o'clock. Tomorrow we are less than 24 hours away from the start of this tournament as as we're coming to an end on our show. If you do want to put it on your phone or your tablet, you can download it from the uh, App Store. Yep. So good luck to you folks out there. Uh, hopefully Dave and I will both be on there playing. Um, 
And again, the tournament starts at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. September we 18th. Where registration allows you to go till, you know, to enter the tournament by 9 o'clock Eastern Time. After 9 o'clock, it is locked out. It is a, this is a no re-entry tournament. So tournament will last at the longest till 11 o'clock at night or until we have one winner. Okay, we're running a little long, so we'll get out of here. Gio, thanks for all your help tonight. We'll be back with another show next week here on Poker Action Line. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.